1: Welcome to the DFS MLB podcast Friday edition for tonight's MLB games. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined as always by John McKechnie. We are coming at you today with our best recommendations for your FanDuel rosters for Friday night's games. John, any observations you'd like to share before we get going?
2: I do actually. Um, so last night, Going into the game, uh, Mets versus Nationals, kind of the, the big talk, talking point was, oh, Bryce Harper's 0 for 20 against Matt Harvey, all this and that. Matt Harvey dominates uh, against the Nationals. But then, you know, he fails to get out of the third inning. He, he gets shelled for, I think, nine runs. I think six of them were earned. And after the game, Terry Collins was very noncommittable about harvey getting his next start in the rotation on tuesday when they're going back against the nationals i thought it was interesting you know to to kind of see that uh sort of fall from grace you know he hasn't been that sharp this year to begin with but i mean i think it all sort of came to a head thursday night and even bryce harper you know kind of uh maybe a little bit out of his zone here or maybe coming out of his lane a little bit saying that uh Maybe Harvey shouldn't have thrown all those innings last year. After when he was asked about it, so I thought that was a pretty interesting thing going on Thursday night. You know what?
1: That smells to me like an arm trouble, arm problem in in the offing. And when you got a super talent like Harvey, you got to take every precaution. I mean, uh, he's been through a lot the last couple of years, and and you just wonder if if there's a recurrence. And uh, they're trying to keep a lid on it because obviously that would be huge news. News, but uh, the numbers don't lie. They they never do. And uh, it's a telltale sign that he had to work so hard in his last outing didn't last very long so uh maybe a preemptive strike by his manager and an an attempt to really right the ship there on the sidelines because uh, you don't want to take a risk with a talent like this at all
2: that's true and I, i i'm worried that his confidence is shot a little bit too you know after all of this as well
1: yeah well time will tell i mean you gotta look but you gotta look after your ace i mean closer to home in toronto people were saying Oh Matt, Marcus Stroman is going to be a 20 game winner this year blah 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 and he struggled the last couple of times out and and really taken a lot of uh, a lot a lot of hits too so uh, the, when the aces don't come through it really translates and puts pressure down the rest of the lineup so uh, the top of the top of the rotation really has to come through a lot of extra pressure there and maybe that's part and parcel of what Harvey and, and Stroman are dealing with these days but uh, John let's go through the matchups that we have for tonight's games projecting our starters so why don't you take us through the first five games please.
2: All right, starting us off Friday night, we're going to have the Rockies traveling to Pittsburgh. We're going to have Eddie Butler going on the hill for the Rockies against Pittsburgh's ace Garrett Cole. Uh, That's at 7.05 first pitch. And then we're going to have... Elsewhere in Pennsylvania, we're going to have uh, Philadelphia with Aaron Nola hosting Atlanta and Matt Whistler. a really nice matchup of young pitchers there. Then we're going to have Washington with Tanner Roark on the hill going down to Miami to face Justin Nicolino. That's a 7-10 first pitch. Following that up, we're going to have Tampa Bay's Matt Andrees going against uh, Detroit's Annabelle Sanchez at 7-10 up in Detroit. And then uh, Corey Kluber is going to be on the hill for the Indians uh, going – to Fenway Park to face a red-hot Boston lineup, and Clay Buchholz will be on the hill for the Red Sox. That's a 7-10 start.
1: We have a total of five 7-10 starts tonight, so whoever's uh, manning the MLB desk as a backup to all the guys that report in stadium are going to be pretty busy in that time slot. I'm uh, sensitive to that, working for Stats Inc. and watching that unveil. Uh, unveil itself tonight on the sked so good luck to the the stringers out there uh seattle's hisashi iwakuma one and four uh mark 438 era goes into cincy tonight against dan straley for a 7-10 start milwaukee's willie peralta two and four with an inflated 730 era against the mets steve Matz 5-1 Five and one with a 286 ERA. There's a mismatch uh, on paper at least. Uh, K. C. Dylan G. 0 and one with a 312 ERA against the White Sox. Jose Quintana, who's been a revelation to some. I I jumped on this bandwagon early last year. Picked him up in season long leagues, and I really rode him all the way to the bank, John. Uh, it was a great pick, and he's picked oh, up yeah. everybody's left off. Eight 10 start there. Then Colby Lewis, a bit of a surprise to me, in that this guy's performed so well. He's going to be my pick for pitcher of the day uh in in this matchup again i like him against lance mccullers who struggled in his only start earlier this year uh and it's an 8-10 start uh, cross-state rivalry of course which adds a little incentive to both sides tonight and then uh toronto's aaron sanchez three and one with a 329 era against tyler duffy who was one and two and 185 and i was surprised to hear that this guy is uh, the proud holder of three different curve balls that he throws three different speeds. So I'm anxious to see what that oh, looks wow. like tonight. Uh, I thought that was a uh, misnomer when I read it. So I'll be curious to see if he really delivers on that, but take us through the next five games, John.
2: All right. Now we're heading out West here a little bit. Uh, we're going to go with Arizona's Patrick Corbin. He's one and three with the four, one, four ERA going to St. Louis, uh, to face Carlos Martinez in the Cardinals. That's an eight fifteen Eastern start. And then, uh, Way out west, we're going to have the Yankees with CC Sabathia, who actually has a 3-8-1 ERA on the year and a 4-3, 4-3 record, going to Oakland to face uh, the A's ace, uh, Sonny Gray, who's looking to get off the mat a little bit here. He's got a 5.84 ERA, so a little bit of a rough start for Sonny Gray there. And then we're going to have Baltimore... Uh, and Mike Wright on the hill heading out to Anaheim to face the Angels. And Hector Santiago who's off to a nice start this season. That's a 10.05 first pitch. And then we're going to have the Cubs with uh, the ace, Jake Arrieta, uh, going out to San Francisco to face Jake Peavy, really struggling. I, I, I'm, it's hard to think that he's going to be in the rotation too, too much longer if he keeps this up. That's a 10.15 start. And then uh, finishing us off here, we're going to have the Dodgers with Scott, Scott Casimir heading down I-5 to San Diego to face Christian Friedrich and the Padres. That's a ten forty Eastern start.
1: All right, John. I tip my hand with my starting pitcher. I'll give more detail in a sec, but I'd love to hear who you've got going for you on the mound tonight.
2: Uh, tonight I'm going to go with uh, Philadelphia's Aaron Nola. Now. I understand, and he's at 9,000, so I understand that that's not necessarily the cheapest option you're going to go for in a, in a tournament-type setting, uh, but for a guy that actually has the fourth-highest FanDuel points per game on the on the slate among pitchers, and he's only the seventh-highest salaried starter, I really like those factors for Nola tonight, and he's, he's drawn about as good of a matchup as you're going to get uh, in Atlanta. So he's at home going against a really anemic Braves offense, and You know, the Braves don't really strike out at at the gaudy rates of of your Astros or your Padres, but they're just, they're so weak top to bottom. They have the the worst uh, weighted on base in the majors at uh, 272. And just to give you a little bit of context there, there are only five teams in the majors that are under uh, a 300 mark for that. So going back to Nola, uh, not only is this matchup favorable, but I mean, he's, kind of been under under the radar like a top 20 pitcher this season in my opinion you know aside from like a five inning outing against Washington last month he's gone at least six innings in every start and he's gone seven innings in four of his last five outings averaging seven strikeouts per outing in that span so if he can just hit those averages you got to figure the win probability is pretty high here at home against the Braves I think Noel is going to give you a really nice return here
1: Yeah, that's a a higher than normal value that I would see for him, but I I think you've justified the case. I'm going to spend a little less, though, on Colby Lewis uh, in that uh, all-Texas matchup. $7,400. It surprised me to note that Lewis has pulled off seven quality starts so far in his eight appearances uh, this season, John. He's managed to minimize the damage by continuing to be stingy with free passes, too. But in his last three starts, he's also limited all comers to only 14 hits in 21 innings. That's three straight starts of seven innings while striking out 18 batters and walking only two. Uh, he also owns a very similar history against current Astros batters, which is something I always look to. And that translates to a 271 on-base percentage through 131 at-bat sample, which is the most most significant one on the board today. And it's more, more, most favorable to Colby Lewis. I'm not a big fan of this guy, but I can't go against the numbers, and uh, like I said before, the numbers don't lie, and I'm going to back him tonight, and if he blows it for me, I'll never pick him again.
2: <laughs> let's get <laughs> in. What? Sorry. Big audition for him tonight.
1: <laughs> exactly, for Team Bruno, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, remind people who are who are the guys that are so good to us, and that's the gang at FanDuel, and so uh, we remind everybody that the MLB season is clearly here, and that means Daily Fantasy Baseball is back. So go to FanDuel.com, where building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees started just under a buck, and anybody can play. John, before we go further, though, I, there's a, of course you mentioned the Cubs ace is, is on, the, on, the, on the mound tonight. What's the pitfall in your mind to picking this guy? I, I think it just damages the rest of your lineup because you can't go big anywhere else if you spend that kind of money.
2: That's true, and I definitely experienced that with, uh, with Kershaw earlier this week, when, when he had a $13,000 price tag. You re, you're really kind of stretching to, to fill out the rest of your lineup when you have that, and it's an absolute necessity uh, that that pitcher performs. You know You, you kind of need what, what Kershaw gave uh, the other night, a, you know, a complete game. Uh, type of performance to really have them hit value so that that's really a lot to be asking and i think in a a tournament type setting uh it might be best to to kind of maybe fade these these really top end pitchers your arietas and your kershaws and you know save up elsewhere so your lineup has a little bit of variation compared to the rest of the people in the player or in the uh, tournament pool
1: that's a great tip john
2: (laughs) now thank you Uh, thank you paul but um so FanDuel, in partnership with Rotowire, has created the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Championship, where FanDuel and Rotowire are offering an exclusive series of fourteen weekly contests for Rotowire readers, culminating in the final on july tenth, which awards fifteen thousand in free prizes, including two thousand for first price, first place.
1: So join over 1 million other users who've already won the money, and uh, it's never too late to join. So come play with me every day over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code, RWPOD, and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. Get a free 6-month Rotowire subscription with a $25 deposit. You must sign up with my promo code, rw pod that's over 60 dollars in value for just 25 bucks don't forget to use my code rw pod fanduel.com where every day is a new season that's fanduel.com sign up today okay john let's get into our position by position picks who do you have behind the plate
2: i'm gonna go with houston's evan gaddis here tonight at 2700 now since being recalled earlier this week uh he's he started three games in a row uh gaddis has tallied five hits including two home runs in his first 12 at bats and did i mention that one of those home runs came off of chris sale who uh you know he looked unhittable last night so for for gaddis to touch him up for a long ball was really uh, you know that instilled a lot of confidence in me uh to you know give him a look for tonight and i understand he's a bit of a boomer bust option you know he he's not going to be going three for five you know slapping singles and whatnot uh but he's he's actually getting on base a little bit better uh, than his than his career track record. He's he's walking at a career best 8.3 percent in a limited sample this this season. You know, obviously, he started the year on the DL, some sports hernia issues there. Uh, he doesn't have a great track record against Colby Lewis, four for 15 uh, with six strikeouts. But I do like his odds tonight. You know, going against as a Dallas native, going against the team he grew up watching. I think Gattis at 2700 is a pretty nice uh, price for what you could get upside-wise.
1: Well, and I'm looking in the same uh, salary ballpark. I picked Salvador Perez of the Royals for 2900 bucks, John. Through the early part of this season, Perez's slash line shows a dip over career norms. However, on the flip side, his runs scored, homers, and RBI totals are coming in at a career-best pace, which is two anomalies that... Uh, I don't quite understand but I think he's currently on a se- I know he's currently on a season high 5 game hit streak going 6 for 20 with a couple of extra base knocks included and he has also authored a dominant slash line in going 17 for 45 in, in his career with White Sox starter Jose Quintana. Who do you have at first base?
2: I'm going to go with a bit of a value play here. I know usually first base is kind of where we, where you and I tend to pay up a little bit, but tonight I'm going to go with Will Myers uh, for the Padres at 2,900. Now, Myers kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit out in San Diego just because you know San, the Padres aren't drawing a whole lot of headlines this year. They're very much in a rebuild mode. Um, but Myers really quietly is actually having a pretty decent uh, bounce-back campaign, and he's going to be going up against Scott Casimir and he hasn't been dominant against left handed pitching. He's slashing 279, 295, 442. I mean, but he's been really solid at home, especially batting 284 compared to 227 on the road. So obviously, there are some more appealing options, you know, your Rizzo's, your David Ortiz, Miggy Cabrera, and so on and so forth. But I think if you're trying to save a little bit here to pay up, Elsewhere, I think Myers really kind of draws a favorable matchup here, and he's—you only have to pay twenty-nine hundred to get him.
1: Yeah, that's a solid call, John. And I'm staying in the, again in the same ballpark, spending a little more on Mike Napoli of the Indians for thirty-two hundred bucks. You can safely bet that Napoli is looking forward to this weekend in his former stomping grounds of Fenway Park. He's entering play on a nice two-week run that has seen him hit to an OPS of just under 900, scoring 19 runs and driving in a dozen in, his, in that time. So he also knows a bit about the Red Sox starter Clay Buckholz from their time together, and it's no secret that Buckholz has struggled mightily in 2016 with an elevated home run and walk rate, so I think the ball could fly in Fenway tonight and uh, Napoli could be smiling. Maybe there'll be a bat flip involved too, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> At second base, who do you
2: have? Uh, You know, as we said, you know, uh, saving a little bit of coin here at first base so you can stack elsewhere. I'm going to go with an expensive option. I'm going to go with Robbie Cano, uh, the Mariners, at 4,100. Now, not only does Cano draw the platoon advantage Friday against uh, Straley on the mound in Cincinnati, which also, just fact of the matter, excellent hitters ballpark. Uh, but then Cano has just been on a rampage on the road this season. It, that's where he's done the majority of his damage in, the, in this like amazing comeback year. He's batting three seventy with an OPS of 1.169, and nine of his 12 home runs have also come away from Safeco Field. So all the stars are kind of aligning for Cano here. I'm definitely paying up for him. I'll take the 4,100. I think he's going to hit value for sure.
1: John, we didn't do this at the same time, but we're following the same trend here. In second mm-hmm. base, I'm spending 4,200 bucks on Zobrist of the Cubs. He's hitting at a career-best OPS of 9.52 through 131 at bats this year, and is currently on a six-game hit streak, going 9 for 21 with five walks. So he's getting on, an o- on base at over 500 in this streak. And he also owns two homers and four extra base hits in only a 19 at-bat sample against Giants starter Jake Peavy. You spoke earlier of his struggles, so I like that in Zobra's favor tonight. He's not just a super utility player anymore, but now a proven, proven to be a very smart hitter and a tough out, hence this price tag, which is reflecting the current value that he's showing. Your third base pick, partner.
2: I'm going to go with Adrian Beltre of the Rangers here for 3400 Now, aside from Wednesday's goose egg, uh, Beltre's really been producing a tremendous clip over the past week. You know, he's been getting on base, driving in runs, doing everything. I mean, did you see his home run this week uh, where where he kind of took this wild swing, ended up on a knee, on and it still goes out, yeah. goes out to, like, the batter's eye? That was just unbelievable. That guy definitely still has it as, you know, 36-, 37-year-old third baseman. And, okay, so Friday night he's going against Lance McCullers. He's making just his second start of the season. He's a young right-hander. Um, and I, I just think that this is a really favorable matchup. I think Beltre is too savvy a hitter to be fooled by anything that McCullers is bringing to the table tonight. McCullers only went four and two thirds uh, last week, and he allowed ten base runners in that outing. I think Beltray is really going to be going to be all over the base paths tonight, and I think he's going to be driving some people in as well. So thirty four hundred, that's a pretty solid mid tier price, and I, I really like the matchup here.
1: And uh, I'm going to go with uh, at. At uh, the hot corner, Evan Longoria of the Rays, $3,900. I've been watching the, the, the signature player of the Tampa team for the past little while. He's been on quite a tear, John, counting four multi-hit games and six extra base knocks in his current seven-game hit streak. He's also reached base six times and 15 at-bats against Tiger starter Annabelle Sanchez, who was off to the worst start of his career when we note a 5.91 ERA and a 159 whip. And allowing eight homers in 42 and two-thirds innings pitch. that's a high rate for him. And uh, I think Longoria is going to be all over it tonight at at uh, shortstop position. My man,
2: I'm going to go with my guy, my, my favorite player, Manny Machado of the Orioles at 3700. Homer, <laughs> I know it, I know it. <laughs> but now now he's got you know shortstop eligibility, so I really I really like that. And he's his price tag is down to 3700 in the in light of his recent slump. He, He's only hitting uh, 138 over the last week with six strikeouts, um, but he's going to be out in the, out in Los Angeles, uh, going against Hector Santiago, a left-hander, uh, and I I just think that there's too many factors going in Machado's favor here. He's got the platoon advantage, and I I think 3,700 is is a steal for Machado personally. I think he's a, he's a guy that should be in the 4,000 a little bit over price range. So I think that. Uh, he's going to be able to, to do, do some work tonight. And I don't think that Santiago, even though he's off to a good start with the 3.42 ERA, I'd, I'm just not sold that he, he's going to be able to saw off Baltimore's right-handed bats. And I think Machado's going to be one of the guys that does damage.
1: Well, and I'm going to a guy who's at the other end of his career. Machado's an up-and-coming superstar, as you and I both know. And a lot of other people that listen to this podcast will say, yeah, right, for sure. But Jimmy Rollins is at the other end of the spectrum, winding up a... A pretty solid career for himself. He comes in at $3,100 for the White Sox tonight. I'm looking to save some money here, John, and I find that Rollins may be a nice value play as he has three hits and a couple of runs scored in his last three starts but what excites me most about getting him in today's lineup is his 14 hits and a 120, 1.21 ops and a 31 at-bat sample against royal starter dylan g those are favorable numbers to me at this low price tag and i can't ignore it when i have a chance to save and load up elsewhere so uh, we'll move elsewhere to the outfield let me hear your trio of picks
2: I'm going to go a little bit revenge game angle for my first outfield pick. I'm going to go with Mark Trumbo of the Orioles at 3,800, going back to his old stomping grounds out in Anaheim. And I think this is really just an excellent matchup for him. Uh, his numbers against lefties are are down from his career norm, so I think he, he's due for a bit of a bounce back against Southpaws. Uh, but he does have five home runs and just 38 at-bats against left-handed pitching. And he's going to be hitting in the heart of the order against a struggling... Angels Angels team. I just I think there's enough here at 3,800 to where I'm going to try to fit Trumbo into my lineup, uh, and he also has been really solid on the on the road. Uh, seven of his home runs have come away from Camden Yards, as, and he is OPS above above 1.0. So I really like him tonight. And then uh, a little more of a value play here. I'm going to go with Nomar Mazara, uh, sticking with. Uh, the Rangers a little bit here at 3,200. Going against McCullers, like I said, he's going to have the platoon advantage as a left-handed bat going against uh, McCullers. I I think that, I don't know, he's just, he's such a talented player. It's hard for me to pick against him, especially at at a 3,200 price tag. And then uh, my final one is Giancarlo Stanton. Here's another guy who I think has been a little bit undervalued here. He's at 3,700. And I understand that he's slumping by his standards, uh, with just one home run in his last 10 games. But for him to be priced in the same tier as a guy like Adam Duvall or Jason Hayward, that's just that just doesn't make sense to me. So I'm, I'm not going to overthink it too much here. He's going to be facing Tanner Roark on the mound for the Nationals. Uh, he's 5-for-20 lifetime against Roark, which isn't amazing by any st- stretch. But three of those hits have gone for extra bases, and two of them have left the yard. So at 3,700, I think... This is, this is about as low as we're going to see Stanton's price dip, and I think it's going to start to come back up after tonight, and I think he's going to have a big night.
1: John, before I give my outfield picks, i got to correct an error I made earlier, and that's on Mike Napoli. I think I sc- said he scored 19 runs in the last two weeks. He actually has 10, but those are still pretty solid numbers in concert with what he's done elsewhere on his, Absolutely. his slash lines. Uh, but my, for my outfield picks, I'm going to go with J.D. Martinez of the Tigers, this uh, Tiger Slugger has put a, put a sluggish start in a rearview mirror. He's currently on a power surge that has seen him mash three homers in his last four games, and he's also produced 11 hits and 25 at-bats over the last week. He's got an OPS that has spiked over 1.0 in his last 15 starts and has four consecutive multi-hit games as the Enders play tonight. I think this price tag is a bit low when you've got a, a big masher that's that's hitting the ball for power and for average like he's finally doing. And I'll back him up with a guy who's uh, on a 24-game win streak, Jackie, a hit streak, rather, Jackie Bradley Jr. of the Red Sox, $3,900. Speaking of hot hitters, Bradley is enjoying uh, that streak as he enters play tonight, and he's not exactly nickel and diming his way to those gaudy numbers, as he's had plenty of multi-hit games and extra base hitting efforts included in this Torres stretch. I really like his chances for extending this streak. In uh, to 25, when I look at the recent struggles of uh, the counterpart on the mound, that's Corey Kluber, who's been knocked around pretty good in his last two starts and is only two and five with a 430 ERA on the year. And finally, I'm gonna go way off the map here to pick Paulo Orlando of the, Ori- of the Royals for $2,400. This is a value play like no other that I see on the board today. I love the story of this career minor leaguer that he started to write last year, and I throw him in there today because he's come up with seven hits in his last 14 at-bats, so the bat is hot, and three of those knocks have gone for extra bases as well. He is, like Perez, who I included earlier, another of several Royals batters who's enjoyed success against White Sox starter Quintana, as he has five hits and 11 bat uh, history of this matchup. So uh, I, I like this low price tag on, on a guy who's not uh, on the tip too many times today, and we'll see how that turns out. But it gives me flexibility through the rest of the lineup. John, we wound up with our picks. Uh, who do you look back and say is your pick of
2: the day? I'm going to stick with, with uh, my second base pick. I'm going to go with Robbie Cano here. Uh, at 4100 I think there's just way too many factors going in his favor tonight I mean it it really can't be understated that that he's batting 370 on the road with an OPS of 1.169 and 9 of his 12 home runs I mean he's absolutely just doing so much damage on the road I watched all of his series against the Orioles this past week when they were out in Baltimore and he I mean he was killing us and I I think he's going to You know, going against the Reds, it's an even better matchup and such a hitter-friendly ballpark. I'm going to definitely pay up for Cano here. I think he's really going to click tonight.
1: Well, and I'm going to stick with uh, J.D. Martinez of the Tigers for $4,000 to get a a power bat that's rolling along right now. I think that's tremendous value, and I'll stick by him as my value play tonight. I I really like his chances of extending this streak. A power bat that stays hot uh, could produce big points, and so I'm hoping for that this evening. So uh, we'll wind it up there, John. Uh, So there you have it for John McKechnie. I'm Paul Bruno, and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel ticks. Come back to listen to our podcast on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition. So long, everybody.
0: Wow, you're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. See? It's soft, smooth ends, no flyaways,
1: shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon, only from John Frieda.